You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Unto the Lord, for he When Christians Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. All of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. Go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page. Challenge to change, where transformation begins with you. Change appears to be one of the biggest hindrances to growth from relationships that I have encountered while in ministry. Our focus is usually on someone else and what they have done or are doing to us, instead of us being accountable to God and making sure we're not a stumbling block to ourselves or others. Challenge to change is about us taking personal responsibility for our Christian walk as we face challenges and issues and how to overcome them through biblical tools and techniques that we will discuss on this show. Everything about this show is encompassed in us depending on the Holy Spirit to edify, enrich, and transform lives by introducing individuals to a personal encounter with God's unconditional love. That is where real transformation begins and ends. Why we have tra- challenges stepping in the plan? Don't answer me yet. Don't answer me yet. Don't answer me yet. I got a hand already back there. But let's go ahead and do the confession. <laughs> and then y'all answer me. Okay? Are y'all ready? Father, I choose to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys, and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy with God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations and lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. 
I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. Straight. Okay. Um, see, God got a plan. God got a plan. That plan wasn't in my, my, my makeup. But I just heard him say that there was somebody else that needed to hear that just watching. That God would interrupt what my plan to make sure that his plan is manifested. So see, we got to get all the way. That's why the title of the message is called Launch. Just launch. Y'all, y'all already out the box, right? Anybody go back to your box? Okay, y'all telling the truth? Okay, kick that box. Turn it up, burn it. In certain neighborhoods, you can't burn stuff. So, you know, you, you couldn't burn it. But I just shredded that sucker up so bad, I'm telling you. Don't, don't go back. Don't go back. So, let, let's take a look at what's happening when we launch. Because Jesus talked to people. He was talking to the Simon, Simon Peter. So let's see what happens. In uh, Luke chapter 5, verse 4 through 11 in Amplified. Now, I'm going to try to read the whole thing and then go back and talk about it. Is that okay? But don't be surprised. <laughs> when he had finished speaking, this is Jesus talking. He said to Simon Peter, put out into the deep, the deep water, and lower your nets for a catch of fish. Okay? Now, now, now y- y'all, y'all check out what, what uh, Simon Peter says back there. Simon Peter replied, Y'all think about ourselves, how we reply. God tell us to do something. What we do? We come up with all the reasons why it can't happen. Why he got the wrong person. Let's just take a look. I'm going to try to read this thing now. Simon replied, Master. So at least he knew knew that that he was a person who spoke with authority. I'm talking about Jesus. Master, we worked hard all night to the point of exhaustion and catch nothing in our nets. But at your words, I will do as you say and lower the nets again. Now, he made sure he put words in there to let Jesus know that, you know, I'm not excited about this. You know, it's like, okay, okay, you've been chilling out all night. We've been working. Okay? All right, let's see what else happened. Let's see what else happened. When they had done this, they caught a great number. How many? Great. A great number of fish, and their, their nets were at the point of breaking. So that tells me, see, I'm supposed to be reading the scripture. Let me keep on going. Okay, I'm supposed to be reading the scripture. What number? Okay, all right, I'm supposed to be reading the scripture. So they signaled to their partners in the other boats to come and help them. And they came and filled bo- both of the boats with fish. So they began to sink. Now, God can bless it. Let me, let me see. I'm, I'm breaking, breaking the code. Breaking the code. See, I'm here. All right, so I, I, I had to add this 8 and 9 to it, so that's not up there. So that means y'all got to pay attention. But when Simon, Simon Peter saw this, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Go away from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all his companions were completely astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. How astonished what? Okay. Verse 10. And so were James and John, son of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon Peter. 
Jesus said to Simon, have no fear. Okay, see, see. From now on, you will be catching men. After they had brought their boats to land, they left everything. Uh-oh. And followed him, becoming his disciples, believing and trusting in him, and following his example. So a lot happened here. Y'all, y'all agree with that? All right. So, so let's go back for a moment. Now we can go back now. I can talk about it. All right. I was just trying to get to this scripture. When he, he had, so Jesus had an assignment he had to do. Put out into the deep water and lower your nets for a catch fish. So it's obvious that where they were was not where he wanted them to be. Now, I got some fishermen in here. On, is Tim here? Okay. Porter, are you a fisherman? Now, now, when you're standing on the shore, when you, 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 you know, so we, we out in the, you're standing on the shore, the type of fish you catch there is different than the ones you catch out. If you're in the deep, make sure he has a mic. Get, get, get this, this fisherman a mic. Because <laughs> there's a big difference. We think we're doing the best that we can do. So tell me about fishing. In close and far away. Yeah, it's different, different fish out in okay. the deep water than the shallow. Okay. Are they bigger? Yeah. Yeah, okay. you catch. I mean, uh, the couple times we went offshore fishing, the further out you go, the bigger the fish typically are. In the store. So we might be here, but he wants us here. But then we start complaining. Okay, because y- y'all remember that scripture, right? Okay. Okay, Simon said, Master. So, so we're going to tell God all the reasons why his plan won't work. But our plan not working. <laughs> y- y'all got it? Now, how long are we going to give our plan to work? And he's an instant God. He's a miracle-working God. He can take things and make them manifest. He moves situations and circumstances to be what they need to be for what he's called us to. But see, we won't know that until we launch out into the deep. Because as long as we stay where we are, what are we going to get? What we got. And how many of y'all can satisfy what you got? Okay, all right. All right, you raise your hand. I raise my hand right here. Let me, let me see what else it says. And caught nothing. So we're not catching anything, but we want to stay right there. But at your word. So th- th- this is, when I read that, I see Simon Peter kind of w- 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 patronizing. Is that, that the correct word? Patronizing God. See, it, it was in there, honey. It was in there. It's leaked out. See, I got words on me. I got words on this side. So, so they kind of leaked out. He kind of leaked out. <laughs> but he said, I'm tired of this. I've been doing this all night long. My boy's been doing it all night long. And then you come along and tell us, so I'm going to go ahead and do what you say. But I just want to let you know that I don't expect, uh-oh, I don't expect anything different. Because I've been fishing all my life. And when we go out and get fish, we get them. But this night, we couldn't. But here it is, you on the shore telling us what we need to do. I've never seen you catch anything. Now, y'all just read in between the lines. Y'all know if it was y'all, y'all would be saying the same thing. Because you're hungry, you're tired. You got wives at home and you're going to bring back nothing. You might not sleep tonight. You might not get in tonight. And when he had done this, they they caught a great number of fish. Now, the thing that some of y'all are looking at, well, how long did that take? It had to be shorter than 24 hours. (laughs) See, we, 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 we just don't like how God does stuff. 
but breaking. They signaled to their partners. They didn't say to call to the partners. What, what was it? They were trying to keep this a secret? Why, why did they signal instead of call? So see, we're willing to let God bless us, but then we don't want to give him praise. Certain things happen to certain people, and I got to ask them, would you mind giving your testimony? Something happened to me. I tell y'all. Stay there. I tell y'all. There is no proper place for giving him credit. You can do it at work. You can do it at home. You can do it with your family. Now, understand? You can tell them about it. What you hiding for? Because, see, they didn't believe God was going to work for you. But he did it. Not on your time or his time. So, they, so if we can say they secretly acknowledge to their friends. See, y'all come on over here. I want to keep this thing quiet because I don't want to share it. But let me go back now to this verse. Jesus said to Simon, have no fear. From now on, you will be catching men. So what I want to share with you is there is a gifting and calling that you have on the inside of you that God wants you to tell other people about. Because you might have been good at what you did, but now you're great at it. And the greatness didn't come from you. It came from him. Y'all understand what I'm saying? But Jesus, because God always does stuff, remember how I said he does stuff like that? So he's using the very thing that you are into to manifest his presence so that you can tell about it. Because we like talking about ourselves. How many of y'all agree with that? Okay, I just got a huh. But we like talking about ourselves. All you got to do is be quiet. You introduce yourself to somebody and say, you know, what, what, what type of things you do? And they'll tell you. They'll take you back to when they were in college, when they were in school, when they started it. How many times they got promoted and so forth. All you got to do is listen. People love to talk about themselves. Since y'all ever have a challenge with people talking, just bring up, so what do you do? But see, he used the very thing that Peter understood, which was fishing, to draw him in. See, God can draw you in using the very thing that you think you have mastered. Because he know you know that thing. All right? Everybody got it? So what's the importance of obedience? Because what did Jesus tell Peter? Launch out where? He been the deep end. Not the shadow end, but the deep end. So what is he telling you to do? Where is he telling you to go? What, is, what, what? I'm, I'm talking to you. <laughs> you can answer. <laughs> but, but check this out. Let's look at this. The importance of obedience. If you really love me, you will keep and obey my commandments. When you get ready. Did, did it say that? No. Okay. You know as parents. Parents get a hard rap, don't they? Don't, don't we? <laughs> Yes, yes, honey. Yeah, parents get a hard rap. But you know, when the children come around to their maturity, you've been praying for that since they were born. <laughs> Some of them will come back and say, hey, I, I judge you wrong. You, you, you were right when you told me such and such, but I wasn't willing to listen. A any of us ever came back to our parents and said we saw? Okay, I, I see, okay, okay. Psalms 3, 1 through 2 in the New Living Translation says, My children, never forget the things I have taught you. Why did he tell us don't forget? 
Because the situation you're going to find yourself in, if you go by what he tell you, you don't have to stay in this situation. Store my commandments in your heart. And why are we storing them? Because we're going to use them. If not for us, then the next person that's coming up to have a challenge. We're going to have to call on those things. Because we might be smart, but we're not that smart. He said, if you do this, y'all read this one with me, verse 2. If you do this, you will live many years, and your life will be satisfying. How many want a satisfying life? Okay. He said, live many years. Well, guys, make sure we live a healthy many years. Y'all don't understand? Y'all, this y'all talk time. In what areas do we find it difficult to obey God? See, I'm getting the metal in there. See how I, 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 I ease you guys up? Y'all talk to me. Raise your hand. In what areas do we find it difficult to obey God? Is it in unforgiveness? God tells us to forgive. Is that a challenge for us? To bless somebody, is that a challenge for us? I don't want to bless them. But God told you to. He didn't tell you to bless them because you liked them. <laughs> he said bless them because he loved them. He called on you to do something you can't do unless you rest in him. Remember how I told you people bless Curl and I, they slam the money in our hand? You know, it's like, <laughs> and he's like, okay, thank you. Yes, yes, sir. Um, I think for me, it's it's difficult for me to uh, admit when I'm wrong or and, and or to say that I'm sorry to someone okay. if I know that I'm wrong. Okay, yeah. because what 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 you what are you concerned would happen if you said you were sorry? Um, I, I don't know what the reaction will be, and okay. I can't control the situation. Okay, I appreciate your honesty. Who else? I got somebody back here. Difficult to um, obey God when He tells you to do something that doesn't make sense. Okay, it doesn't make sense. Okay, okay, all right. Who, who did something before that? God told me to do that don't make sense. Everybody ought to raise their hand. Because he tells us to do that a lot, don't he? Like, yeah. <laughs> All right, who else? Anybody else? One coming your way. You obey God when I think, but what if? Okay. But what if this happens? Okay. But what if that happens? Okay. So not, I want to see the long plan rather than him telling me to take the next step. Okay. And the what ifs normally are, are hidden in what? I mean, what do you think is going to happen if the what if? Is it a negative thing? It's typically not positive. Okay, okay. I just Otherwise, would check. I'd be taking okay, the next okay, step. Okay, okay, <laughs> all right, okay, okay. And, and, and so I told y'all on Thursday, when we want to know what God wants us to do, do what, do what he told us. Amen? Everybody okay with that? I'm not looking at no, I'm looking at the exercise. I mean, the next step, we want the 20-year plan, but, but, but he know we can't handle the next day plan. Am I lying on anybody? Because if we, he told us the next day plan was going to happen, we're going to tell him why it won't work. We're going to be, be just like Simon Peter. But, Lord, I've been doing this for a while, and it had, had worked out. Why, why should I trust you? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, I mean, could it be because he knows the end from the beginning? And, and I'm standing up here with you. I have my challenges, too. Don't, don't think because I'm a pastor I don't have challenges. But I got one response. And that's to raise my hand and worship him. That's the first place. You hurt me, first place I'm going to do is I'm going to ask for forgiveness for you. But then I'm going to put my hands up and worship you. It's not a, I've just seen it works best. Forgiveness is the first place you need to go to. 
I'm looking at that exercise again because these people grunting at me, guys. You out there? At least I don't hear you grunt. <laughs> okay, so, so, so let's see what happened if we stay in the shadow water. Y'all want to see that? So if we stay in the shadow water, we're we operating in fear. And not just fear, but fear of failure. Because I know what I'm going to get right here. I stayed in the same place all night long and didn't catch anything. But I'm afraid to step out and go deeper. And, and, and I know what's going to happen. The fear of the unknown. Now, now can y'all be honest with me? Would y'all be honest with me? Raise, now, I'm only going to give you two. How many of us operate from the fear of failure? Okay. How many of us operate from the fear of the unknown? Okay. All right. So we got two. Okay. Both. Okay. Both. What did the fear of the unknown say to y'all? Give me somebody over here and somebody over here. Or, or are you just watching? What, what, what does the fear unknown? Because see, write this down. Every emotion says something. See, people need to understand that every emotion says something. You got an emotion of fear or failure. Failure is talking to you. And, and it's, it has a conversation. And what it does is it grabs that, the conversation. Then say, okay, I need some more. So then it's going to grab another one. It's going to grab another one. So it's emotions if not processed, will take us to a place where it's deeper than what we thought. Because that's all we've been thinking about. You understand? All right, anybody got a hand? Y'all okay? Okay, thank you over here. Okay. <laughs> what did it say? What does... So sometimes it could be not what you feel about yourself, but how you feel other people will perceive your failure. Ooh, okay, okay. I appreciate your honesty. Okay. Anybody? Okay, yes, ma'am. Um, the unknown may be worse than where I'm at right now. Oh, the unknown may be Okay, I appreciate the honor. How many of y'all feel like that? The unknown is worse than what I have right now. Okay, all right. All right, thank you. Comfort. These are what happens if you stay in the same place in that shallow water. Now, you've been fishing for a while. But I don't know what to expect. I'm going to stay right here where the familiar is instead of going into the deep. What do I have to lose by stepping into the deep if I already don't have enough right here? I, I'm just talking. That shallow water. I got you out the box. Well, let me see. Let me rephrase that. I taught on getting you out of the box, but you had to make a decision. But see, these things, same emotions will follow you into the box. That's what got us in the box. You know, I'm just, just I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm talking to somebody right now. Being beaten is not comfortable because you got to hide those marks. You got to avoid work and you got to avoid family. But you got a God who made you priceless. And when you come to the place where you recognize how valuable you are, your decisions will be different because you will understand that God paid the ultimate price for me. And I don't have to take this. But what you want to do is one step at a time. One step at a time, you want to talk to God about it. And you want to get insight and understanding from his perspective of how much you're worth, because your worth will determine your decisions. Y'all need to write that down. Your worth will determine your decisions. When you recognize how valuable you are, you make different decisions, okay? 
This is what he said. When you recognize your true worth, you will make decisions worthy of you, worthy of him. Your presence will be different. I don't deserve to be treated like this. So I'm talking to somebody. Just go ahead and receive it. Because another reason you will stay in that shot of water is a lack of self-confidence. That's why your worth is important. When you start to see yourself the way he sees you, your decisions will be different. Your confidence will be different. Because you're focusing on your abilities instead of his. The thing about God is God is a faithful God. So what he does is you don't need certain things until you get there. When you get to that place, that's when he will meet you there. When you're called on something to do that people don't understand, including ourselves, how are you going to do that, Lord? Well, see, I'm going to take the next step. Because remember what I said earlier? People want to know what God wants us to do next. You do what he told you. Lack of self-confidence. What if we started putting our confidence in him? We serve a God that is limitless. Got a mic? Got a, somebody got a question? Yeah. Uh, I recall when I was probably 10 or 11 years old, and I used to go to the neighborhood swimming pool, uh-huh. and I took swimming lessons. Okay. And I used to go back and forth. Across. I said, one day I want to dive off that diving board. Okay. I was afraid to dive off the diving board, even though I thought I could swim. Okay. One day I was there by myself. I went over to the, got in line, climbed up, got on the dive board, stood on the edge, and I said, do I really want to do this? Okay. I went on and did it. You did? Yeah, I did. I'm still here now. So okay, glow. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I had to overcome that fear. Okay. And, and prove to myself that I could do something about it. Glory to God. At, I think I was about 11 or 12 years old. Okay. All right. Thanks for sharing. You, you know the thing about the dime board, though. They have one. I, I see. You, is they don't tell you that you're gonna look down and see the total distance. <laughs> you know, you, you think you're just gonna see. You know, it's 12 feet. So you're looking at that. You're like, okay, 12 feet. And you look down. But when you get up there, when you look down, you see 24 feet because you're seeing the bottom of the pool. Yeah, man. Okay. Okay. I, I just want you to think about that. Okay. Go ahead. I was gonna ask if you could give maybe another example. Dale just gave one of putting his confidence in the Lord. Can you give us another example okay. of what that looks like? Okay. So when you apply for a position, you apply for a job, and you come up with all the reasons why you can't get it because you don't have experience in that area. So you are very hesitant about doing it, but God is telling you to do it. He makes sure you get that. And you go in, and you, you will have, he will meet you there with favor. What is favor? People don't even know why they're going to hire you. They will move people aside that has more experience than you do, and they will move them aside and says, there's something about that person. Now, now you're walking out of the, the interview, and they, they might have even treated you a little funny. Y'all ever been treated funny at an interview? Where you can tell the person don't like you, or they, you know, it's like, they, they, they just, and so what we do is we based our receiving a job off what the interview but God has given us favor where when that person goes to make a decision, they are thinking about, mm. see, see, this is what I do. When, when people call Curly and I and ask us to pray for, they got a job interview. And the first place we go to is, Father, we thank you in advance for divine favor. Divine favor is not located. It's divine. So that means it's God-driven. And we say, y'all ready for this? We thank you that every time the person thanks, see, or hear about that position, 
All they're thinking about is that person. So, so, so what happened when they try to go sleep? They think about the person. What happened when they're on the way to work? And so we believe that God manifests in our mouth and in our heart the things we need to say in order to move forward. So we got to talk different. So we tell people, now, I'm going to pray. Now, 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 make sure you get an understanding of this. Some people, we will tell them, once we pray, will you make a decision not to say anything different than what we're saying? Because the word says if two or three agree is touching, their God is to see to it manifest. So we'll tell the person, don't say anything. And sometimes it's challenging for people. Do you understand? Because they feel like they got to, well, you know, it really didn't work. I probably won't get it. And when it don't manifest, we know it wasn't us. Y'all understand what I'm saying? But that's how. We can have a lack of self-confidence, but let's talk about what he's giving us instead of what we can't get. It's a real decision. Uh, what, what was the dude, um, him and, let's see, his wife couldn't be pregnant. Wife couldn't get pregnant. This is in uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. Okay, y'all got it? <laughs> and, and, and so this is what happened, Megan. They were believing to have a child, but when the angels manifest, they told, they, sh- they sh- shut this guy's mouth. Who are we talking about? Who? Elizabeth. Elizabeth's husband. So God, God allowed the angels to shut his mouth. And so he couldn't figure out why he couldn't talk. Because God has already manifest that they are going to have a child. So he said, God know, he said, if this guy can talk, he got to be the negative one. How many of y'all know the negative one? Don't, don't point to your husband or your wife. Don't point to your children. The negative one. You know what I'm talking about, Miss Lee. So, so what happened was he couldn't talk. So when, when things started to happen, he wrote down the child's name. And people couldn't understand, why would you call this child John? That's not your name. Because what, what happened is when you had a child, you would name it after yourself, the man. And so he couldn't understand. But see, his mouth stayed shut for how many months? How many months? Nine months. Because everything was dependent on God's confidence, not his. So the moment he wrote John, they asked him, why you write John? And then he was able to speak. Because the baby was manifested. So that's why we got to keep a mouth shut when we get somebody to agree with us. Because he could not speak until after he wrote what needed to be wrote. The baby should be called John, not daddy's name, but John. So sometimes our mouth has to be closed so that God can bring to pass what he wants to bring to pass. Because, see, God is a perfect God. He, he, he deals with time and space, but he controls it. Man didn't start to make the, the, the earth spin around. That's God. God invented all this, these things. But, but, but if you're dealing with confidence in your ability, you got to rest in his. Watch what you say. Watch what you do. This concludes today's message on Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you, with Pastor Paul Morgan. If you are ever in the Richmond, Virginia area, join Pastor Paul for Sunday service at 10 a.m. 
at Chosen Generation Ministries. The website is www.chosenrva.com or call at 866 333 9505.